Good morning. It should be a good morning for Klal Yisrael. We should hear Besoros Tovos Yeshuos Vinechamos. Please help yourself to coffee and donuts as we continue 10 minutes of meaning. Our study, our learning of Mesilas Yesharim, the Ramchal, helping us chart our course toward a better and best version of ourselves. This morning's 10 minutes of meaning is dedicated in honor of the Yeritzite of my grandma, my grandmother, Rose Goldberg, Rochaleh Bashalom David. Today is a Yeritzite, very special woman to whom we owe everything. Uh, we are still looking for a series sponsor for 10 Minutes of Meaning for this year. Please be in touch if you are open to it. We're at the end of Perich of Dalad of chapter 24, the defining Be'er Yiras Achet. The Ramchal has been reminding us that we have to have faith not only in God, but faith in that what he says matters, means something, and we're held accountable. There are consequences. We live with a Yiras Aromamus. On the one hand, we live with a sense of awe for God's greatness. Not the koach ha'chilol, we don't look around and say about everything, eh, but the koach ha'chilol, we see the magnificence, we see the minutia, we see the sophistication, we see how Hashem orchestrates everything from above, and we're simply blown away. We feel a sense, a deep sense, a profound sense of all, yiras ha'romamos. But we also live with a healthy dose of yiras ha'chet, that Hashem tells us how to behave and what to do, He has expectations of us, and He holds us accountable for it. And the Ramchal here has talked about that the yira, that second form of fear reflects in two ways. On the one end, in the present and the future, we have to maintain a healthy sense of fear. I mentioned last week, we want our children to have a healthy fear so that they drive as if they just got their license. We want to live not recklessly, dangerously, but we want to live with a healthy sense of boundaries and of fear. And the same is true in our religious life, in our spiritual life. We should live with a mindfulness and a consciousness of how much we can lose if we make one mistake. If we look or say or listen or choose the wrong thing, we can throw so much away our relationships interpersonally, our relationship with Hashem. And that awareness with a healthy, not debilitating fear, but a healthy protective fear helps protect our present and our future. But the Ramchal continues, Be'avar, when we talk about the Pasha, we should constantly be in a state of self-reflection about what we've done. And to think about, what if I did the wrong thing? What if I said the wrong thing? What if I made the wrong decision? What will the impact be? The tells us that Baba Ben Buta would offer a korban asham taloi, Korban Hashem Taloi is a guilt offering when you have a suffix, when you have an uncertainty, whether you've made a mistake, whether you've done something wrong. He evaluated every day, thinking about his immediate past. What if possibly did I make a mistake? Eov similarly, Eov too, looked at his life constantly with the awareness of, I need to evaluate. Now why do we do that? How do we understand this comment of the Ramchal? I thought we're not supposed to perseverate on our past. I thought that can paralyze and be debilitating. I thought that Torah Yiddishkeit teaches that we should take responsibility for the past, learn about it for the future, but not get stuck there. It's not a dimension that we can change. What happened, happened. Well, you can only change the presence, the moment, the present, the moment that we're in right now. Shlomo Hoffman has a beautiful idea. How do we praise Hashem? When we live in a state of me'ata vi'ad olam. I'm not stuck in the past. You know who was stuck in the past? We just read a couple weeks ago. Lot's wife, she turned around and she nostalgically longed for the days of stone. 
or she felt such guilt and shame for having been connected, but the fact that she turned around and was staring at Saddam, she turned into a pillar of salt. Salt's a preservative. Salt makes you stick and stay the way you were. So we're not supposed to look at the past and get stuck. We're supposed to learn from it and turn to the future. So how can the Ramchal endorse be constantly in a state of mindfulness and awareness of evaluation and reflection of what you did? So the answer simply is, the Ramchal is not saying get stuck in a way that we beat ourselves up, in a way that we knock ourselves down. He's saying the only way we can live our best in our present and our future is to have a sense of personal responsibility and accountability for our past. The person who simply dismisses the past, who feels let bygones be bygones, who refuses to take our highest responsibility for it, can't be their best selves in the present and the future. And we see this among our greatest leaders when Moshe and Aaron regarding the Shemen HaMishcha, the anointing oil. Moshe and Aaron were worried maybe they didn't prepare this anointing oil, maybe they didn't apply it in the most proper way. The Aldavar Zed Dog Moshe Amar, Gemar and Horios tells us that Moshe was worried about this and he said, Shema Ma'alti B'Shemana Mishcha. Maybe I desecrated, maybe I profaned, maybe I violated this anointing oil. What if? A heavenly voice went out and said, Moshe, relax. Moshe, don't worry. Moshe, stop fretting and fearing. What you did was right. What you did was righteous. You're good to go. You have nothing to worry about. That took care of Moshe. But Aaron continued to be concerned. Yeah, the heavenly voice exonerated him, my brother. What about me? So the heavenly voice went out and said, Aaron, you're good. Moshe is good. Both brothers are good. Relax. When it comes to righteous people, Moshe and Aaron, they were worried. They were reflecting and evaluating. They wanted to take responsibility. Maybe we made a mistake. Not to get stuck in the past, but how could that impact and influence the presence and the future? Now, it's important to point out, the heavenly voice went out, a baskol, divine intervention, was not to exonerate them, was not to prove their righteousness to the masses. There weren't suspicious people who were accusing Moshe and Aaron. In other contexts, there were. But here, there weren't suspicious spectators who were accusing Moshe and Aaron of getting it wrong. It was Moshe and Aaron themselves. That means the heavenly voice went out not to defend their honor among the masses, but simply to relieve the fear of Moshe and Aaron themselves. But the model of looking at our lives and saying, what if, and maybe I'm not right, and maybe I'm not righteous, and how can I take responsibility? That is the model that we follow. And with this, we finish Perak Chavdal. We are in the home stretch. We're almost there. That Avram also, when he rescued his nephew Lodi, was worried. Maybe he didn't get it entirely right. To which it says, Altira Avram. Avram said in the war to defend Lot, maybe I killed an innocent person, maybe I didn't make all the right choices and decisions. Hashem himself said, Avram, don't worry. So somebody 
who is coming from the right perspective, a healthy and productive perspective, the heavenly voice says, Al-Tira. For Moshe came easily, but every righteous person, every chassid, should work to take on this quality of Yira, of Yira Sachet, not a quality that beats ourselves up or makes us riddled with a paralyzing shame, but a quality of personal responsibility, personal reflection, a healthy fear that maybe we got something wrong, a fear that will create the boundaries that'll help us be the most right. We continue with Living with Amuna in 15 minutes.